Last week, though, this is gonna hurt. And then to your left and right are kelp forests. There is a greenish-skinned humanoid kind of flew out of the kelp. City of glass. That's where the merfolk, the water ganassi, the fishmen, they live there. The other place you could go, though, the Citadel of 10,000 Pearls, that's where the Marid live. They're like, they're these things called, um, cheap cheeps that fly through the air. You actually punch Bradley? Yes. All right, roll and tackle. Is it with disadvantage because we're underwater? No, we're Not in the air bubble. Oh, uh, crap. It's an unarmed, what would that be, strength? Strength. Uh, proficiency? Proficiency. Okay. 24. It hits. In the dome. 24? Yeah. Seven. What's your strength modifier? He's a barbarian. You take five points of damage. Wind, after he punches you in the face, <laughs> Windar says, all right, we're, it's just the four of us, right? Yeah. Okay. All right, look. As Cetus is going, he kind of waves. Well, <laughs> it was nice to meet you. Guys, listen. What was that accent? <laughs> I just feel like Cetus is like Cletus. That's how. Cetus? That's how. That's how Brimley. That's Brimley's uh, accent in Primordial. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks everyone who speaks Primordial is uh, like wild. <laughs> okay, but um, oh, that's a yeah, whatever. Window, but Window says to everybody, "All right, guys, listen. Enough screwing around. Seriously, Seriously. Brimley, we can't joke about that. We know how serious this is, and we know." That if we're, we're in this, we either we either succeed or die. It's just us here. While he's talking, Brimley's eyes are going to kind of glaze over. Okay. Brimley's just not feeling it today, guys. Window's getting <laughs> really mad, but he's ho- he's holding it he's holding it back. But so, he's getting really mad. <laughs> so which way are we going? We'll go to the city of glass first, because. At least we can probably get something helpful there. Oh. And then if we go to the tower, well, if we get rejected... Citadel. Citadel. Oh, he just, called well, it, he just called it a tower. Who knows if we could even get back? <sighs> it's true. It's a more civilized place. They may have modes of transport that we can acquire. Who do you think would be more willing to accept our help? Let's, given the conditions. I... The guy's in charge. Anyone you pay. I believe that uh, going to the City of Glass would be our easiest choice. Going to the Citadel may require more persuading, but it could lead to a better result. I am, I have no particular reason to choose either. So. What else is there? <laughs> <laughs> I really think that if we go to the Citadel, those guys know what's up, they're in charge, they're large. They can help us get to the right place. Uh, Korath, what do you think? Oh, I mean, I think one thing particularly, but Korath would think, I believe in people we can relate to. I don't think we're going to find them at the Citadel. And I think to gain any leverage, we need to talk to common, common folk. And the City of Glass seems like that would be the more sensible choice. So we're splitting the party. I was going to say that Windar and Brimley should stand on opposite sides and start calling Korath over to them and see where he goes. Rude. Yeah, I know. Airbud. Well, I, I just saw Airbud. Airbud. No, if, if those two want to go to the City of Glass and Lorthamar doesn't care, Brimley will kind of like grudgingly go along. Okay. Like, we have strength in numbers. So, Windar's going to sit for a second and just... You can't sit, you're swimming this whole time. Oh, oh, I thought we were still in the bubble. 
You are. In the bubble, you can't. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm okay. the only one that can stand in the bubble. Okay. Um, all right, then Windar kind of, he goes cross-legged, but figurates his hands so he can, like, stay suspended. He's, like, trying to sit and think. Uh, we did not hear which, uh... Which... I climb onto Korath's back <laughs> using the rope that I have. We didn't, uh... <laughs> we didn't, uh... We didn't find out which, uh... Which current goes to which city? No, the, yeah, the, the right, right goes, goes to the, the city. Citadel. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we'd assume that the left one goes to the city of glass. Okay. City of glass. Let's do it. So we swim out to the left current. That well, I. So <clears throat> just another point. Um, you were talking to a really old merfolk. What if he was mistaken with his choice of current? There's no way for us to know. Only one way to find out. That's a good point. This as, is going to hurt. So as you approach the currents, which, again, right between them is this floating chunk of earth. So these currents, they kind of meet at this chunk of earth, which now you all see is covered in just, like, shellfish galore. You actually see a sign on the left and a sign on the right. <laughs> Written in Primordial, or a language we can't understand. In Primordial. With the script that is Dwarvish script, but... Yeah, but Brimley can read it. Okay. But you'd have to get closer okay. in order to read it. What was this going to say that? I see some signs up there with directions, but... You're underwater now. Oh. Oh, they were still <laughs> in the bubble. Not in the bubble. Oh, okay. So, Brimley's just going to try to start kicking towards that okay. island thing. We all see the sign, right? You all yeah. see the rock with signs on it, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I point at Brimley. I don't message, though. I point at Brimley, and then I point at the sign. I don't think we're close enough to read it yet, right? Well... No, you're... Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just pointing at it. Yeah, so we just swim just to it. Kicking that way. Cool. You all swim to it. Yes. See, yep. You arrive at a chunk of earth. Cool. Suspended in the water. Stand on it and I read the signs. Okay. Well, now that you're on it, first you notice that the rock you're standing on is almost entirely covered in shells. There's one section where there are no shells. It's maybe like three feet in diameter, there's like a perfect circle where there are no shells. But in the center of that perfect circle is a large snail shell that's like bluish in color. Just throwing that up there as an extra thing. As they get there, can really take signs. his staff off his back and just kind of poke it with like the bottom of his staff? Yes. He's going to do that. Okay. It doesn't do too much. Okay. So he's going to read the signs. Okay. The sign on the left has... It's like a wooden stick sticking into the thing. Mm-hmm. And then there's three planks of wood. It says, Chum Cavern, The Desolate Seas, City of Glass. Cool. That's what you see. The right sign says, well, first at the top of it, there's kind of like a, um, a skull, like a fish skull with like jagged, crazy teeth on top of it. It says, Lagoon of Goo. The Green Island, Citadel of 10,000 Pearls. Straight-faced. <laughs> the lagoon. <laughs> so yeah, so these are the three noticeable features on this rock. You're all there. You see the signs. Point at Brimley. You also see the bare patch of earth. Is, is, this, is, this, um, is there an air bubble around this, or is it all in water? There's an air bubble that's only like a foot just kind of like floating and moving away. But you got to jump for it. I'm going to try to jump for it. Okay. So I'm going to say you jump, 
And basically, like, you have to, like, keep kicking off the ground. And every time you jump, your head breaks the surface of the water. Can can Korav just, like, grab Brimley and then put Wait, his face in the air bubble? way funnier. You and, ruined it. Okay. It's going to be so funny. Go, go, no, go. You did it already. I asked. Well, he... You could do you that. You said yes. I jumped a couple times, so I'm going to be jumping a couple yeah, times okay, before I grab. Yeah, yeah. So you can... So, so jump a couple I'm times. jumping, it's going... Hey! We gotta go right! Wait. You said right? Yeah. I said right. We no he, we hear that from the air bubble. Yeah, I would be like distorted through the water, maybe. Yeah, but you still you're close enough. You you All right, so Korath looks at the sign on the right, and like he he notices scribble in a picture, right? So right, picture. I think it's an actual skull. Yeah, actual skull. Yeah, the sign to the right. Mm-hmm. Okay, is it like painted on, or is it like a skull like on the sign? Yeah, it's on the top. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's a skull of an anglerfish, right. essentially. Windup points up a brimble. Actually, no, he he just he. He swims up to the air bubble. Is Korath holding me there at this point? No, I'm not. No, okay. I heard him. And he and Windar says, "You really think to be a town where they put a fish skull? It looks like a danger sign." I feel like that just kinda fell there. You gotta, you gotta ask yeah, you what gotta you're doing. What you're first. doing first. <laughs> I was, I'm doing, a, I'm doing a persuasion. To be just to be like, you can't roll first. Yeah, you get. I mean, he rolls really bad, so I don't want to give him the chance to roll again. Oh, okay. (laughs) Wait, wait, I'm rolling again. No, no, no. Okay, so I, it's a twelve in total, but it is a crit fail. It's uh, twelve. I'll let the twelve go. What are you saying? Really, Brimbley? Really? What are you trying to persuade him? To, to like. You're using this. You gotta say. You gotta say. You can't. Yeah. Okay. You you gotta say. Be more explicit with what you're doing. I'm persuading Brimbley to not BS me. (laughs) Well, no. You you don't necessarily know if he's BSing. Yeah. You don't. You don't know that he's lying. We can't. No. I I think he's lying because there's there's a fish skull. Why would we? Why would there be a city next to an abyssal area where people could die? Regardless, literally two seconds ago we talked about like that the one on the right was the citadel. Yeah. We just talked about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The one. That's true. Yeah. Oh, so oh that, yeah. That, that could inform. Like, you, don't right? don't forget your character knows that. That's true too. Yeah. So it's a yeah. So I don't. So say what you're gonna say then. Yeah, it's pretty much really Brimbley. Really. See this? Was holes, man. Now roll them a bluff check. Okay. And I'll let all of you roll inside checks. I think you're all suspicious of him after he lied before. <laughs> this is. I'll let Lorthamar roll with advantage. Because oh. you saw through his ruse before. This isn't gonna work. Twenty-two. Yeah, you you know he's yeah you know he's making it up. Nineteen. Nine. Korath also knows. Windar just believes. Ah, see, this must have been wrong. He's an old man. I swim up to the air bubble, and I say, "We are going left to the city." Brimley is lying through his teeth once again. All right, for some reason, I, f- I actually felt inclined to believe him this go-around, but yeah. All right. Probably's going to look defeated and start heading towards the left current. Honesty is the best policy. <laughs> As you guys are like walking towards like the left, everyone just like sticks their face in the air bubble. <laughs> <laughs> just to get one out of Brimley. <laughs> you stink. <laughs> right. Just the burn bubble. 
Anybody do anything else before you head over to the... I want to look at this, the snail really quick. I'm going to... Can I go over to it and investigate it? Yes. Okay. Literally investigate because I'm looking around. 24. Hmm. You... So if you're like picking it up to actually investigate it, you'll see that on the opening, only you see this, on the opening where the snail like comes out of are tiny little runes etched around the opening. I, I recognize that as primordial, or you don't recognize the, the script, but it's but some some runes that surrounds the opening of the the shell. Holding it, holding it in front of me, reading it, and I. It's about a foot long. Okay. Hesitantly, I point at Brimley, and say, "This is your third shot. I need your opinion on something. Don't lie to me." So. And I I wave to beckon Brimley over. I'm just gonna head over. At this point, the air bubble is like three inches big now. Because we've been breathing we've been, out of We've been using the oxygen inside <laughs> of it. I use message, by the way, to... But I guess carbon dioxide would come out. All right, no, it's the same size. Same size. We're just it's about high. a foot. <laughs> yeah. We're using, we're using water breathing. Yeah. We're, we're breathing through our magic feet. <laughs> what do you say? Um, well, no, like what I, what I told Brimbley was through message. Um, gotcha. Um, but I wave Brimbley over and I show him the shell and show him the, the runes in the opening. You do not recognize the runes. I shrug and I, I head back towards the current. Pointing him one more time as he turns away. Do you think uh, the, uh, the old man might know what this is? Shrug again and keep walking. How big is this thing again? You throw it at me? No. Oh. <laughs> There's writing. <laughs> when you say, oh, you're saying in your head, right? Yeah. Okay. When you say, do you think the old man might know what it is? You hear in your head, no. <laughs> when John, like, it's a shell phone. <laughs> 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 Dang. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> you, 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 I don't know if this would be audible, but Windar like literally yells, goes, <laughs> like, The shell can talk! No, Windar, no, swords can't talk! Shells can't talk! Come on, Windar. Like, he's, he's just staring at it now. He's like, and, and he's just going to hold on to it. Okay. <laughs> it's a curiosity. Fair enough. Is there anything else, in, is anything in the patch underneath it, or is it just the shell? Nope. Okay. That. Okay, he's just holding it. To the current! To the current! I would, all right. I'd like to point out we're all still tied together. Okay. Window has, a, window has a look of just shock. And like, remember when he went from copper? No, yeah. I keep, but I keep screwing this up. I don't know why <laughs> copper. He's my character. My bronze, my bronze, my copper. I don't know. He like, remember when he went from bronze to silver when Dira walked in? He has the same look on his face. <laughs> you move towards the current? I'm going to say it's close enough that you can actually just kind of kick off the rock and try to leap into it. It's, it's big. Now that you're close, you realize it's big. This thing is like 20 feet from like in, in terms of height, top to bottom. Cool. So do you all kick off? We all kick off. Whoop. All right. Podcast, okay, sorry. You are all pulled in to the current. Brimley's going to pull up his rope and like along it to like grab onto whoever is closest. As you're or, jumping into the current? No, like once we're in the current. You don't get to decide what happens when you're in the current. Careful no, what like you I say. Have no. The rope, I'm like mm-hmm. holding onto it. All right. Mm-mm. All right, cool. So when you break the current, you fly 
You're moving 80 miles an hour in our speed. You are soaring. So I'd really like it if everyone went, Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. In our character's voices. Yes, in your character's voices. Whoa. Oh, and then it hangs left a little bit. Whoa. 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 And so you're just soaring along. You're just being taken by this thing. Now I need all of you to roll me perception checks. This is happening super, super fast. I need you to roll with disadvantage. Except Jeremy, you can roll with advantage because of your eyes of the eagle. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm screwed up here. Actually, can I just get the green? I rolled two twenties. Oh, no. Nice. <laughs> so you just like, you see everything. Well, no, it's a disadvantage. You can see clearly. I rolled two twenties. I know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's not you the rule. That's crit. not the rule we came up with. Wait, Alex, yeah. it rolled underneath your pad. <laughs> hey, grand reveal. Thirteen. Thirteen. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. It's eleven. S- eleven. Seven or an eleven. Seven eleven. 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 Uh, Seventeen. All right. So, Korf and Lorthamar, <clears throat> as you're cruising along. It starts. To, it slows down a little bit. So you're moving 50 miles an hour now. You see, out of the current, you see the you see the rest of the current. Like you see the path that it's about to take. And both of you, only Lorthamar and Korath, see that there's a point where the 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 current that is the thickness that you're in continues in one direction, and there is a thinner, more slender section of current that goes and branches off in another direction. Okay. Now, you could imagine that unless you do something, you will take the thicker part, the main part of the current. And Lorthamar, I think, is the only one of the two of you smart enough to, like, as it's happening, and you might be pondering what's going on there, I think you're the only one smart enough to remember that he said that if you go directly to the City of Glass or the Citadel of 10,000 Pearls, you won't have enough money to do anything. Right. And they speak money. Right. So, um... So you can, you know, yeah. I'm just... A, so in my head, I'm thinking that if we go down the bigger path, that's going to be that's, that's the city. staying on the highway. That's the city. And that this thinner one is the exit. I, how, how, like, aggressively are we being thrown around? Are we just kind of like... Are we, like, like flying through space? <laughs> or are we, like, spinning? Yeah, you're and- just... You're all soaring. All four of you just, like, next to each other. In a horizontal line. Just Ridley's doing a Superman pose. All right. I point, like, as quick as I can, I point to Windar and say, we must take the smaller path. I point at Emu's message. And, I, and, we need, and please relay that message to uh, Korath. So you feel, and, and you, again, you're kind of point man on this. You feel that if you want to do that, that based on what you've seen, you need to kind of like maneuver yourself to the left side of this current, which is no easy feat because you're kind of held in place where you guys are by the strength of the current. Okay. So, uh, and I will point to him again and just say, just follow my lead. Acknowledged. And I, I point at, well, I, I grab Korath and say, there's a small, there's a smaller stream. You don't we, know that. 
No, well, no. He he said we have to get off here. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Sorry. Did, wait, did you Sorry. Me- did you mention the small I'm, stream? Yeah, I didn't. Me- I just said we we have to take the small stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know. I'm sorry. Okay. So um, I grab Korath and I like just I have him look at me, and you see me like mouthing. There's a small. There's a small stream over there. We have to. We have to leave. We have to follow Lorthamar's lead. I'll tell Brimley. Got it. Uh, Korath starts making his way to the the side of the stream that has that breaks off. Yeah. I start kind of like. Tra- I'm assuming the three of you are going to start shimmying. Yeah. I while we start. You're going to roll in just a second. Message Brimley. Okay. Um. I. I don't. I guess if we're going left to right, who's where? Because I. I'm, I assume I'm next to Korath because I grabbed left. him. Okay. Korath is next. Brimley is next. Lord is next. And we're all okay. attached with ropes. Yes. So, all right. The small stream is, t- is next to me, is closest to me. Yes. Okay. Um, so, I, I point at Brimley, like, really exaggerated to kind of catch his attention and, and say the same thing. There's an exit stream here, this tiny one. Follow Lord Thamar. We're getting out of here. <laughs> you point weird. <laughs> So everybody roll a athletics check or strength if you don't got athletics. There's a, there's a total number that you as a group need to beat. It's actually not that high because three of the four of you were in agreement. And you just kind of... I'm doing it. You didn't say you're moving over, but... No, I would do it. 19. 4. 15. 23. All right, you more than do it. You're welcome, guys. <laughs> the four pushed us over. <laughs> you get it. So you're just like shimmying your way to the left side of the current, and you don't. The Korath and Brimley. Actually, I guess Korath would kind of maybe piece together why, because he actually saw the current. Brimley doesn't really know what's going on. But you make it, and then you feel. You start moving really fast again 80, 90 miles an hour, and then it's over. This thing shoots you out. And there's no moving water, and you just kind of like instantly come to a stop. Everybody roll me a constitution check. You gotta beat a 10. A constitution check saving or saving throw? throw. Oh, okay. throw. oh, wait. Saving Guys, throw. Add, add plus three to that. Oh, because we're by you? You're by me. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. That's good. 15. 14. 7. 24. Brimley uh, Ralphs. <laughs> In the water? You throw Ew. up. Ew. And it surrounds your face. Oh. So here's the thing, though. So we were on, like, uh, Windar was, would have been the closest to the exit, right? Uh-huh. So if we're getting pulled along and I, Ralph, the only person behind no, me. No, no, You, Ralph, when you guys come to a complete stop. Oh, So you're, okay. you're like this. I'm imagining it downward for some reason. Like, this thing comes out, it spirals a few times, and then it kind of moves downward, and it drops you off. And if you look up, this, like, stream... It's almost like an opposite funnel. Um, gotcha. You're just like below it. So, uh, guys, just so you know what... I will uh, cut you. I have uh, Aura of Protection. Uh, it's it's a Paladin thing that we, that I got. So, uh, for saving throws, if you're within 10 feet of me, uh, you get my Charisma modifier added to your saving throws. Nice. That's I will awesome. never remember that, so you're probably going to have yeah. to remind me. I'm going to try, try and remember. All right, I cool. still had a 7. In front of you, I'm tall. Is a very large. I just have a question about the Ralphing. <laughs> Does it just hang in front of my face? Yeah. <laughs> Great. Do you Ralph again? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Roll another con save. No, <laughs> Perception <laughs> checks with disadvantage because of the Ralph. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the Ralph haze. 
<laughs> I've Ralph never Trek. heard it called Ralph. Yeah. Wreck it, Ralph. I'm gonna wreck it. I don't know. Ralph is a thing, but yeah. okay. I'm, yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna Ralph the Buick dealer. <laughs> so Windar, Korath, and Lorthamar see something in front of them. Brimley is probably pushing away his own vomit at this point. Sounds good. Um, Ew, it's in his hair. Yes, it is. It's in his hair. <laughs> so grossed out right now. <laughs> <laughs> Lorthamar, Korath, and Windar see a very large chunk of earth in front of you. Whoa. Many, many, many times bigger than the tiny little island that was, you know, that you, that you had gone to. It is... I don't want to say it looks like an asteroid, but it, there's like lots of like cracks and, and fissures. Okay. I start swimming forward towards it. Does anybody hang back? Because you're tied together. I'm going to swim slowly, but I point at Lorthamar and say, if you don't see anything going forward, choose a direction and we'll follow you. We'll, you know, look around it. Sounds good. You don't see anything. Okay, so then I take a pause and I want to look. So, I'm sorry, all we see right now is open water behind us and an asteroid in front of us. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so I want to... Uh, ah, I think I'm just going to keep swimming, swimming towards it. Okay, so I'm kind of picturing a flying V with Lorthamar kind of like leading the way. Sure. And you reach the edge... And again, you see like lots and lots of cracks. They don't seem to be deep, um, but they're lots and everywhere. And in the distance, you see a vaguely humanoid shape. It's probably 12 feet tall. Seems to be on his knees in a, like a praying position. Is it an egg? It's a humanoid shape. No, the asteroid. Oh. It's an asteroid. All right. With cracks in it. <laughs> that would be like a hatching egg. There's a, there's a human in front of you. Is it an egg? <laughs> <laughs> yes. At one point. Oh! Also a Hasper. Um, we came from two cells. Is he when a mommy and a daddy? I want to try to perceive more about this guy. Sure. Uh, I want to look at him. <laughs> And, uh, I don't know, see if his mouth is moving, if he's, like, you know, doing anything specific with his, any motions with his face or hands while he's in his praying position. Can you roll me a perception check? Sure. Maybe you need advantage. Nice. Holy crap. That's not very good. That's, uh, 13. As you can see it, he's sitting perfectly still. Doesn't seem to be moving at all. He seems to also, oddly enough, be wearing lots of armor. Can Brimley see him yet? You get to this point, and there's a sign, and it says, Chum Caverns. In Primordial. In Primordial. So we can't read it. I can read it. I just keep swimming forward. Do we see this? Who, who else sees the sign? Everybody sees the sign. It's next oh. to you. Yeah, you're, this is like as you're, if you're like moving like towards, close slowly towards this humanoid, you, you kind of pass as, the sign. As Brimley picks out yesterday's breakfast from his beard... He says, guys, the sign says Chum Caverns. How are you speaking? I look at Brimbley, look at Lord. Um, I, is Lothamar still swimming forward? 
I point at Lorthmar and say, hold on a minute. He's, he's bubbling out of his mouth, and it's not gross looking. Some would call that rabies. <laughs> no, he's, he's not even here to defend himself. <laughs> that was internal. This what is, do you mean? The defending that. I was, yeah. That was an internal conversation. Internal conversation. That's, that's when, like, I just imagine Lawrence Meyer thinks, like, I think we have to put him down. <laughs> <laughs> no, when he, said, when he said that, when Steve said that he was going to, like, oh, what if I Ralphed and you left, I was, I was going to slit him and let him bleed out in the water. I'm going to be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. So if that happened, I would probably cut him. Wow. Really, cl- really carefully, like with a stealth, so that he maybe didn't notice. That way, when later on, when he's getting a little lightheaded, he's wondering what's going on. Then there's a TPK and it's all internal. And then a shark comes in <laughs> and eats him, and it's like, oh no. <laughs> while uh, while uh, Lorthmar is kind of like observing this figure up ahead, Korath uh, is gonna Korath starts kind of like scanning the ocean floor, looking for sand dollars. So you're on. You're on this like rock. You see no sand dollars. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, everybody, roll me a perception check. Advantage? No advantage. Uh, advantage for you. Sixteen. Uh, nineteen. Eighteen. Also nineteen. All right. So all of you see now that you're kind of closer to it. I think because it was so big, you didn't notice it at first. You see that there's actually a very large um, air bubble, kind of like off to the right. Of this guy who seems to be praying off to the right. So it's not around him, but it's there's a very large air bubble, probably like 50 feet across or something 50 like that. Feet. Yeah, it's a very big air bubble. Wow. Windar, how far are we still like 10, 12 feet away from this humanoid? or You are still 100 feet away from this humanoid. Oh, I thought you were like, like 10. No, no, no. You're, oh. you're like 100 feet away from him. Okay, okay, okay. He's a, still like a blurry, armory shape at this point. Message is... Um, 120 feet. 120. Okay, perfect. Um, okay, so again, because the yo message is great. Points at the at the humanoid praying, and says, "Don't be alarmed. There are four people behind you. This voice is coming from one of them. We mean no harm." You get no response. Korath makes his way over to the big bubble. Okay, you're you're equidistant from the bubble and the humanoid. Just so you know. Oh, I thought they were like he was like right next to it. I mean, like you. So you're like a you're like a triangle. Oh, and they're like there's a hundred hundred feet from him, a hundred from the bubble. They're a hundred feet across from each other. Oh, okay. Korath is gonna do that. Still, uh, no, no, never mind. Because I'd be dragging. (laughs) One, come in with me. Come over here. Um. Oh, oh, I was gonna do this before. I point at Brimley again. And say, what the signs say? Message, by the way. Oh, I can respond now. It said, Chum Caverns, please talk to me more. I'm so lonely. <laughs> I hug Brimbley. <laughs> so I'm going to say, because nobody said you stopped moving, I'm going to say you're 50 feet. Okay, cool. From this thing. You notice now that his armor has this almost like gear motif, like at the, like the elbows. You're, you're seeing him from behind. By the way, I don't know if I specified that. You're seeing him from behind. His elbows have kind of like a gear motif. His, his even at his shoulders, you see almost like large, like gears and things like that. Does does he ring any bells? Like, does he look kind of like maybe like the sentinel they fought and the the Earth no. Age? No. Okay. Cool. Still keep moving yeah, forward. Yeah. Okay. We'll yeah. So you're five feet from this metal man. 
Oh, we're heading towards the metal man, not the bubble. Right. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, can can Koreth try and just like just kind of sniff out any like ma- try and sniff out any magic that's happening around this guy? Sure. Arcana check. Thank you. Literally sniff. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I'm, I think I think that's how Koreth. Yeah. You super sniffer. Sniffing the water. It's a one. <laughs> so that's a that's that's actually a a, a zero. Okay. <laughs> you I forget feel like there's an immense magical presence around you. I was gonna say as a consequence because he crit failed. Literally, you zeroed. I zeroed. Like you you literally that's try true. and sniff, but like you know, you just, like pulling water <laughs> like, it okay. burns your nose. It's okay. You can breathe underwater. Uh, at least for the next hour. What? Okay. I'm just kidding. You feel an immense magical presence around you. <laughs> Koreth stops really suddenly and is like, like shocked. Because <laughs> he's never experienced magic like this before. <laughs> We're not going anywhere if the rock stopped. <laughs> I, I look at Koreth with a confused look. Brimley's just going to tap it on its shoulder. Because we're only five feet away. That's true. So. You get no response. Brimley's going to go look at its face. He's going to like... Swim around it. That's fun for me. <laughs> Korath is doing that because he's afraid of it. Okay, so <laughs> you've got three people that if they don't move with you, you can't roll a strength check high enough that you can get there. How, well, how long is the length of rope in between? Yeah, that's a good question, actually. How, how long is the length of rope? <sighs> well, in the, I, it, When you guys were moving through the, the current, I, was, I wasn't picturing it more than like three feet between the, you guys. Because if it was more than that, like... The thing was itself was only twenty feet long. You know what I mean? So you like, it can't be that long. That's what I'm imagining. Yeah, I would say three or four feet. Okay. Okay. So then I would try to do that, but if three of them are not moving, then I guess I'm not going anywhere. So now that you guys are like five feet away, you can see that, like, again, this this guy is on his knees. You see, like, between his feet, almost like he's sitting on something. You see a chest, and he's sitting on top of it. I point at it, and I, like, wave people to go, like, let's go. I, st- I put my hand out. You're like, mm-hmm. I have, Window has a look of, like, he's not so certain to, to make a move just yet. Is there, like, a lock or something on it? The, like a latch? You see the back hinges. Oh. Of the chest. You're not seeing the front of it. You're seeing the back. Can Brimley touch each of those hinges and cast Ray of Frost to freeze them and then break the hinges off? Sure. So, you touch the hinges. Yes. Cool. The asteroid around you begins to shake. Great. And what seems to be a green cloud of gas, like that, like, uh, it's almost like if you kick up sand. Right, this greenish cloud of gas just kicks up from all the cracks, and it just fills just the area around you. Not so much that you can't see, but you're like, "What? What's going on?" Cool. Any reactions? I face palm. I'm gonna try to hold my breath. Then the cloud that's been kicked up actually starts to like almost have a mind of its own. And it begins to like create this like spiral around you and this metal guy, um, as if it's like Saturn's rings. Okay, cool. Windar, Just giving you chances to. Windar, like 
Not starts guy. pointing at everybody <laughs> and is like, and you get a message, and, and you get a message. But seriously, it's like it's rapid fire. He's like he points at Lord Mar, leave you. Let's right. get out. Morath starts booking it towards the bubble. So okay, so as you as you start moving, does anybody resist Korath as he's moving? No, nope. I have so, a drag. I have a drag capacity. I of know twelve hundred pounds. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so you so you begin to move towards the bubble, and does anybody look back? Sure. No. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm just getting pulled along, so like I'm like floating and I'm facing backwards. <laughs> okay, it's like a baby on a so only Brimley sees this happen, but it's as if the ring of green dust just kind of like converges on this metal thing. And it's as if the green dust just like fills every crack and crevice of this metal man. And just as you're like breaking the surface of the bear bubble, you see him get to his feet and very slowly and just like robotically you see him stand up and you see this metal head just turn in your direction. I knew it. He's really magical, guys. Super duper magical. You're in error now at this point. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why I yelled. I don't want chum from there. Wait, well, that we still haven't seen an actual cavern, right? Brimley's gonna look around for the cavern. There is no cavern to be seen in the vicinity of the air bubble. Let's uh, let's dispatch of him quickly. Hey, all right, we'll do that, and I. Hey, guys. As you're having this conversation, he's walking towards you, by the way, mechanically. All right, so uh, while that's happening, uh, before since he's walking mechanically, uh, Korath is going to cast Bless on it. Uh, actually, he's going to cast Bless as a second level, as a, no, just as a first level spell. And he is going to give the melee people uh, mm-hmm. in, in the, uh, he's going to bless the melee fighters in the group. So he's going to cast Bless. He's going give, give to give it to... The two melee guys, so Lorthamar and Windar. We, you guys now... You do yourself as well. And, and myself. And yeah. myself. Yeah, that's what I meant. Because uh, I can cast on... Yeah. And uh, so you guys will now, for your attack rolls and or... I think it's saving... Is it saving throws? Attack roll or saving throw. You uh, can add a d4 for the next minute, 10 minutes. I think. Oh, yeah. That's for the d20 it's rolls? for yeah. one minute. Nice. D20 for attack rolls. And it's on any roll. It's not just the next one. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. You say anything or do anything while you're doing that? Or? Uh, Korath, uh, try, Korath like, whips off a soggy piece of paper from his belt that he has, like these little pieces of paper. And then he, he just kind of like crushes it in his hand. And, uh, and from it, the magic, like he, say, he says just like, I grant this boon to you, my companions. And then magic splits off. As this happens, into your chest, into your chest, into your chest. He is pumped. That's cool. He is five feet from the edge of the bubble. And you see across his chest are runes in common that all of you can read. It says, Karen. Not Karen. I have a question. Wait a minute. Really? It Karen? says, Karen. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You gotta hate Karen. Do you get it? Yes, I do. Absolutely. Cool. That was Glad good. somebody got it. I was I really excited about that. that one. So the robot you see has two light features in it. Like like features of light across where like its helmet is. It's like a of an empty helmet and you see just like a like a light green glow of energy. And then from the center there's just a single ruby 
right above where it says Karen. Before. And he stands at the edge of the bubble, and he stands at the edge of the bubble, and he lifts up a hand, and he just twists his fingers in such a way that says, come at me, bro. Roll for initiative! Thank you for listening. While you're waiting for the next episode, visit us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where our usernames are Gonna Hurt D&D, or check out our website at thisisgonnahurtdnd.com. Feel free to email any questions or comments to thisisgonnahurtinfo at gmail.com.